this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Well, I hate to break this to you, but money isn't actually made of paper, which also proves that money doesn't actually grow on trees. Most banknotes are 25% linen and 75% cotton, which is why they have such a distinct look and feel. Back in the 19th century, money was made of parchment paper. That's why people could very easily counterfeit it, unlike now. The Eiffel Tower is almost six inches taller during the summer. When you heat up some substance, its particles start to move more actively and take up a bigger volume. That's something they call thermal expansion. When the temperature lowers, the substance contracts again. Such an effect is more prominent in gases, but you can also track it in liquids and solids, including iron. Because of this, people build large structures like bridges using expansion joints. They allow a structure some leeway to expand and contract, and such changes don't cause any damage. Wow, I have some pants like that. Now, honey can last for thousands of years without going bad. Bees land on flowers to collect sugary nectar. Then they transport it back to their hive and transfer it to other worker bees. These bees reduce the water content of the nectar by repeatedly drinking and regurgitating the liquid. Hmm, bee barf. Special enzymes in their stomachs break down the glucose in the nectar, and it becomes more acidic. Bees deposit this nectar in the honeycomb and start fanning it with their wings so that the water evaporates more quickly. The honey is now highly acidic and low in water content, which keeps it safe from spoiling. The bacteria that can cause the rest of the food to go off can't survive in such conditions. Now, a long time ago, people didn't elevate their mattresses off the floor. This practice started in ancient Egypt and continued in many other cultures. People realized it was cold on the floor, and they could warm their beds easier if they were off the ground. Houses used to be more drafty. Cold air came in from under the doors. There was no central heating, so people had to find other ways to stay warm. Warm air tends to rise, and if you're positioned higher, you won't be as cold as on the floor. Also, this way, people could keep their beds clean more easily. In simple homes, floors used to be way dirtier than today, and all that dirt usually migrated into beds. Continuing now to talk dirty, do you think people are naturally clean and tidy? After all, our ancestors, who lived thousands of years ago, already used latrines and were tidying their hair with combs, and they kept their homes and themselves clean. Our natural need for hygiene and cleanliness is driven by our sense of disgust. That's the very mechanism that helps our bodies stay safe and protects them from different infections. That's why we're more sensitive to certain smells and things. But we still have some pretty sloppy habits. For example, eating snacks over a keyboard. Ew! I certainly never do that. But there are animals that are even neater than us humans. For example, rattlesnakes like to keep their surroundings tidy. Some of them even use their muscular necks and triangular heads to sweep aside messy grass when they hunt. Many animals like to clear their path when going after their future meal. Reptiles, too. Less vegetation increases their chances of catching food. Songbirds also prefer to keep it neat and get rid of uneaten food, eggshells, and other trash in their nests. 
This way, they also make their homes less visible to their enemies. Meanwhile, out in space, shadows are darker on the moon than on our planet. That's because the atmosphere on Earth scatters more sunlight. But if you could visit the moon, you'd observe shadows so dark you wouldn't be able to see where you were going. Also, you'd notice fresh footprints on the lunar surface. People haven't set foot there in a few decades, but the footprints look as if they were left just yesterday. Since there's no water or wind on the moon, nothing can erase these footprints. So they stay there in their original form for millions of years. You ever wondered why potato chips have those yummy, crunchy waves? Hmm. Imagine you're with friends watching a film and you're eating chips. Would you prefer to dip non-ruffled chips or a ruffled one? Non-ruffled ones cannot handle the weight of the sauce and break down. Bam! You have sauce all over your white t-shirt. So, ruffled chips win. Ruffled chips also give you a better mouthfeel. Potato chips have a prominent oil taste, which decreases the potato taste. And you might have fingers oil covered. Where's the fun in that? So, what do you prefer, ridges or regular potato chips? Barcodes made our lives so much easier. But do you know how they work? Zebra lines are the keys here. Barcodes are read using a scanner. The scanner has a laser that detects the pattern. The laser reads the barcode. The barcode absorbs some light and the rest is reflected. The computer can make sense of those dots, lines, and numbers on a barcode. Imagine black and white lines as zeros and ones. Black observes the light and white reflects it. This rule applies here. Black parts of the ones and white parts that reflect the lights are zeros. The scanner sees the white sections, not the black parts. Post-its are our friendly reminders to visit the dentist or a scheduled meeting. Be sure to hang them on the wall firmly. We've been using post-it notes wrong this whole time. You're not supposed to peel it off from the bottom because this creates a crease in the paper. The note won't hold on to the surface for long. Take it off from the side. It'll stick more powerfully. Cloud-like and sweet. The one and only cotton candy. It's irresistible, especially for young people. Too much sugar is bad for the teeth. Everyone's heard this phrase from their dentist. Surprise, the inventor of cotton candy is a dentist. So, cotton candy was invented in 1895 by John C. Wharton, a candy maker, and William Morrison, a dentist. They named their product Fairy Floss. It's a cool name, by the way. They sold thousands of cotton candy at the St. Louis World's Fair in 1904. Cotton candy is still with us, showing up in amusement parks and dentists still care for people with tooth decay. Some things never change. Do you love a lollipop? Why are there tiny holes in it? Those two holes in a lollipop stick may be used as a simple whistle. But they're there to hold the candy in place. The stick is dipped in the liquid syrup. It flows into the holes, solidifies, and surrounds the stick. A life-changing invention is a refrigerator, but not everybody knows it has a dark story behind its door. The Refrigerator Safety Act was launched in August 1956 to prevent young people from being trapped inside a household refrigerator. The refrigerators used to have an external latch that would shut the refrigerator door when it was not in use. It can only be opened from the outside. You can relax. After this regulation, 
Household refrigerators were manufactured to be opened from the inside. Moving on from the kitchen to the bathroom. Using the toilet while scrolling down the Instagram feed is taken for granted. Guess what? More people in the world have phones than toilets. According to a UN report, billions of people lack access to a toilet, especially areas in South Asia and Sub-Saharan Africa. The number of mobile phone owners outnumber those with proper plumbing and sanitized toilets. Also, scientists have found that cell phones carry 10 times more bacteria than most toilet seats. So yeah, you might want to sanitize your phone after watching this video. Earth's core contains enough gold to coat the entire planet. And if you decided to do this, the level of this precious metal would be knee-high. For thousands of years, people have been mining gold and platinum, together with a bunch of other precious metals, from underneath our planet's surface. That's why we have depleted some of the minerals in certain areas. But Earth still has a huge number of such deposits, especially if you get closer to its core. That's because of countless meteorites that collided with our planet during the period of its formation. Those meteorites contain different minerals, including gold. Back then, Earth was still in its molten state, which is why most of the gold, a heavy element, sank deep into its core. And the silicate mantle positioned over the core trapped really huge amounts of gold and some other minerals. Unfortunately, most of them are kind of out of reach now, since we talk about 1,800 miles below the surface and temperatures of thousands of degrees. Too hot, in other words. Sure, if you were about to go into space, one of the first things you'd think of would be your spacesuit. But do you know that it's possible to survive in space even if you aren't wearing any protection? Well, don't get your hopes up yet. You'd last for no more than 15 seconds. That's how long it would take you to lose consciousness, because oxygen will stop coming to your brain. In 1965, one technician accidentally depressurized his suit inside a vacuum chamber. He lost consciousness after 12 to 15 seconds. 27 seconds later, his suit luckily got repressurized. The man later said that he remembered the moisture on his tongue started to boil. He also lost his sense of taste, and it didn't come back until four days after the accident. Now, you can't hold your breath in space either, so that won't save you. Your lungs will rupture at one point because the air inside will expand. The oxygen in other parts of your body will start to expand too, which means you will balloon up to twice your regular size, almost like Dudley Dursley's Aunt Marge from Harry Potter. Well, not quite. You won't explode only thanks to your elastic skin. It will keep holding you together, and the liquids in your body will start vaporizing pretty quickly too. Doesn't that sound pleasant? No! The ocean has its iconic blue color thanks to sunlight. When the sun shines, the water absorbs longer orange and red wavelengths of light and reflects shorter blue light waves. This is only possible when there's a huge amount of water. So, the more water you have in one place, the bluer it becomes. That's why the water you pour in your glass has nothing in common with this beautiful ocean blue color. The ocean performs many important functions. For one thing, it produces 50 to 80% of all the oxygen on our planet which means it keeps us alive. But it also helps the internet to function. So when you're laughing at a funny dog video or binge-watching your favorite series, yup, thank the ocean for that. The majority of the cables that power the internet, and therefore allow people from all over the world to use it, run underwater. Those are submarine communications cables, miles and miles of wiring crisscrossing the ocean floor. 
There are special boats for putting all that in place. They're designed specifically for that purpose. To make sure nothing damages the cables and your internet, people need to put them on relatively flat stretches of the ocean floor. The cables also need to be away from old shipwrecks or large ocean ecosystems. Do you use FaceTime or Skype to talk to each other worldwide? It could be for a chat, a meeting, or something else. The webcam technology was born with a very reasonable goal, though. In 1993, researchers at the Computer Science Department at the University of Cambridge set up a system to see if the coffee pot was empty or not. Yes, you heard it right. Researchers needed coffee to fuel their brains, as many of us do. They get up from their chairs, go to the coffee pot, and find it empty. Instead of making sure that someone makes a fresh coffee, they wired up a system. The system would stream the images of the room where the coffee pot was kept. At that time, it was three pictures taken per minute. It's more than enough to see if the pot has coffee in it or not. Thanks to the researchers for not getting up from their chairs. And for another tiny thing, coming up with this brilliant idea. Do you buy white eggs or brown eggs? What's the difference besides the color? Since brown eggs tend to cost you more, you might think that something in them makes the prices a bit higher. Nope, the color of the eggshell doesn't affect its nutrition or quality. Both eggs are healthy. Brown eggs cost more because the hens that lay them need more feed. It's more pricey to raise them than the white egg hens. The cost is reflected onto the consumer. There is a hole at the handle of some kitchen pots and pans. We mostly use this hole to place the kitchen utensil vertically on a cabinet door. They have a secondary use. Imagine you're cooking multiple dishes to make a feast for the family. The kitchen counter is full of stuff. You have a hard time finding a place for the gravy sauce spoon. You can place the spoon in the hole on the edge of the saucepan handle. It will stay there safely until you decide to stir the sauce again. Not every spoon fits into the hole. It might easily slide to the floor. Better to have a test run where the spoon is clean. Imagine you have a takeaway of noodles with an extra topping on your way home. You recently moved and all the plates are in the boxes. You struggle with this noodle box. The toppings are stuck at the bottom. The sauce didn't mix evenly either. We've missed out on an easier way to eat from the takeout boxes. They can be flat and serve as plates. You take the edges of the paper out and open it up. There you go. Now you have a plate. The best part is you don't have to clean it up afterwards. Did you know that a tomato is not a veggie, but a fruit? So is an avocado. Watermelon is actually a berry. There's more to that. Peanuts are not in the nuts family. They're different from almonds and cashews. Peanuts grow pods under the soil. They're harvested like potatoes. Their upper parts are like bushes. These tasty ciders are not classified as nuts since they grow under the ground, not on a tree. They get pulled up from the soil like carrots. Next time you eat peanuts in a friend circle, you can mention this new fact you heard. Or it can be an icebreaker when you see someone eating peanuts. Classifying food as fruit or a vegetable is a tricky business. Do you know who invented t-shirts? In 1904, the Cooper Underwear Company prepared an ad and introduced its new product with before and after photos. It was referred to as an undershirt. The slogan was, no safety pins, no buttons, no needle, no thread.
When sharks need their morning joe, they go to a cafe too. Back in 2002, researchers found an area in the Pacific Ocean called the White Shark Cafe, where great white sharks come during the winter. They simply hang out, tell jokes and laugh at stories of how many humans they've scared, and then go back to the coast to scare us a little bit more when the weather gets warmer. There are watermelons the size of a grape. Kuka melons, or if you prefer, mouse melons, actually look like really small watermelons, but at the same time have a citrus flavor. An Australian barista set a world record for the most cappuccinos made in one hour. 420 of them. A good bar when you're late for work but desperately need coffee. Okay, researchers have found many things that are evidence of prehistoric animals or our human ancestors that lived thousands of years ago, like bones, teeth, stone tools, and a piece of chewing gum dating from almost 10,000 years ago. A million seconds is somewhere around 12 days, and a billion seconds is almost 32 years. Nothing unusual here, just a little bit of good old math that reminds you of how cool time is. All road signs are important, of course, but there's one to rule them all. The falling rocks sign. If you see it ahead, make sure to drive slowly and look around carefully. This sign means there are rock slides possible in that area, and your life literally depends on whether you pay attention or not. There's even a village in Switzerland, surrounded by hills, which has a traffic light that tracks the movements of rocks and indicates whether it's safe to drive ahead or not. When someone mentions the biggest desert, you probably picture the endless sandy surface of the Sahara, burning under the hot sun. Well, not quite. The biggest desert is the Antarctic Polar Desert, which covers about 5.5 million square miles in Antarctica. Sounds strange at first, but the definition says that a desert is a place that gets less than 10 inches of precipitation annually. Still, it doesn't say if it has to be hot. The first commercial passenger flight happened at the beginning of the 20th century. It was a 23-minute flight that cost $400 which is about $8,500 today, and the plane flew between two cities in Florida. In Tibet, there are black diamond apples that aren't green or red, but dark purple. The place where they grow has plenty of ultraviolet light over the day, while the temperatures drastically go down during the night, which makes the apple's skin get a darker color. You can taste garlic with your feet. Rub a clove right on your feet take the socks off beforehand, and wait for it. The chemical responsible for its unique smell can be absorbed through the skin, even though the clove was never in your mouth. The moon has volcanoes, and scientists believe they might have been active around 100 million years ago, when dinosaurs still ruled our planet. The view must have been magnificent. Cockroaches are tough. They can survive harsh conditions and have been around since dinosaurs ruled our planet. But the termite queen beats all that with a lifespan of 50 years. That's the longest any insect can live. Regular termites live only one to two years. It's estimated that a total of 108 billion people lived on Earth throughout history. The entire population of Earth could fit inside Los Angeles. 
with the world's population being 7.5 billion. This seems crazy. But if everyone stood shoulder to shoulder, we could all fit inside 500 square miles. The tuatara is a reptile that has a third eye on top of its head. The eye has a retina, nerve connections, and a lens, but isn't used for seeing, as during growth it quickly becomes covered by scales. Scientists are still trying to find the eye's mysterious function. Camels have three sets of eyelids and two rows of eyelashes to protect them from the blowing sands of the desert. So you decide to download a new game. Your laptop says it will take five minutes. You hurry into the kitchen to make a quick sandwich. As you rush back into your room, the download time somehow extends to 40 minutes. You take your dog for a walk and run back home to a laptop that says you have to wait another hour. You clean your house, climb a mountain, get a degree in rocket science, fly to Mars, and as you come back, you still have 5% to download. When you're giving it a task, your computer plans what has to be done and calculates how much time it can take. It's simple, and the progress bar is moving smoothly when it has one task to finish. For example, when you're watching a video, all it has to do is play. Unless you pause it, or there's a power outage, it'll finish exactly when the progress bar is showing you. But sometimes, things don't go as planned. Downloading files from the internet will take a different time, depending on how powerful your gadget is and how fast your connection is. Decompressing the newly downloaded files can go faster or slower, depending on your processor. The speed of saving, reading, and deleting files is based on how fast and cluttered your disk is. If the download has to change the system settings, your operating system can speed up or slow down the process. That's why even the smartest programmers can't predict exactly how fast the download will go. When you give your computer a more routine task, like moving a thousand files from your desktop to your flash drive, things aren't that simple either. Imagine you're in line for a movie premiere. You become part of a live progress bar. You can guess how long it's going to take for you to get in if you count the people ahead of you. You can see the line physically moving towards your goal. But one guy in the front can't find the electronic ticket on his phone. It takes five extra minutes. It starts raining, and some people decide to leave. And you've just got three minutes ahead of your estimated entrance time. A movie star arrives for the premiere, and you all have to wait another 20 minutes. You just can't multiply the amount of time it takes to move each file by their number for the same reasons. Copying many small files can take longer than a couple of large ones. Switching from file to file takes time. If you open another window while waiting, it'll slow down the download or transfer. Your computer might get overheated and decide not to go too fast to avoid damage. It could run some maintenance in the background as well. Your phone can also seriously slow down if you start streaming a video while downloading an app. The only progress bar that's accurate 100% of the time is the one you can see at some websites. They make you wait for 15 seconds, pretending they're loading something while you have to look at ads. Just accept that progress bars won't tell you exactly when the process will be over and won't move smoothly. Their main task is to let you know that the process is going on. May I say, big whoop? The QWERTY layout of your keyboard is a reminder of old manual typewriters. It was invented to prevent jams and speed things up. Setting the oft-used keys apart from each other makes the typist switch between the hands more often. 
When you're typing a sequence of letters with one hand, you're more likely to make unwanted repetitions and typos. You can spell way more words using only your left hand than the right one. The left and right shift, control, and alt keys have the same functions. There's a pair of each of them for your comfort. You usually use them in combination with some other key. It's easier to press the left shift with the keys on the right side of the keyboard. Same with the right shift and the left side of the keyboard. When your computer gets slow, it's not always because of a virus. You might have too many programs running in the background, or starting every time you boot up your gadget. It might be some security utility that's slowing down the whole system. Your computer probably doesn't have enough RAM to run programs within memory. If it has to use the hard drive, it's not going to show its best speed. Now, with selfies taking over the social media world, phone companies had to adapt to the way people hold their phones and use their cameras. Apparently, most users tilt their head slightly to the right when taking selfies. With the camera located in the left corner, it makes it easier to make sure the camera will be in line with the usual tilt of selfie takers. Ooh, genius! This allows for a more natural look, making the image look better to leave you feeling great. Cameras on the back of most phones are on the left side as well. Sorry, left-handers, this was designed for the more common right-hander. Mount Everest might be getting all the attention, but Mauna Kea in Hawaii is technically the tallest mountain in the world. Measuring over 33,000 feet from base to summit, the only thing holding Mauna Kea back from the title is that it's mostly underwater. Australia is wider than the moon. The moon has a diameter of over 2,100 miles, while Australia's diameter from coast to coast is almost 2,500 miles. While it may be wider, the moon wins with the land area, over 15 million square miles. Whew, that's huge. And all that cheese. Antididophobia is the fear that, at any point, somewhere in the world, a duck or goose may be watching you. The person isn't necessarily afraid that the duck or goose will get too close to them or even touch them. They just don't like the feeling of being watched. It was first described in a comic strip to show how anyone can be afraid of anything. Anything can be a phobia. A duck just watching my every move would certainly give me the heebie-jeebies. I might just quack up. Crows are pretty good at recognizing people's faces and have even been found to remember people for a long time. This could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how nice you are to them. You don't want to come across a crow that's holding a grudge against you. You probably can't tell which crow is which very easily, so it might be better to play it safe and just give them all a little wave. In the city of Yoro in Central America, they have an annual event known as the Reign of Fish. Not that the locals get a choice for it anyways. Every year in May or June, a torrential rainstorm rolls through town, leaving a mass of fish flopping around in the streets. The phenomenon is believed to be caused by water spouts or water tornadoes, which drop the fish far from home. Seafood delivery for free? Yes, please. A photon, the most basic part of light, takes thousands, maybe millions of years to travel from the sun's core to its surface. But it only takes 8 minutes and 20 seconds on average to get to your eye once it's at the surface. That means that the sunlight we see is very ancient, older than the human race itself. There are only four words in the English language which end in DOS. Tremendous, horrendous, stupendous, and hazardous. Sounds like the teacher's comment on my report card. 
A single strand of spaghetti onto your fork has a name. It's called a spaghetto. In the Italian language, an I at the end of the word means that it's plural, while an O is singular. This goes for all types, like gnocco instead of gnocchi, fettuccino instead of fettuccini, and raviolo for a single parcel of goodness. Accidentally eating one of those fruit stickers on apples, peaches, and pears shouldn't worry you at all. They can be eaten, but they aren't exactly edible. It'll just leave your body as everything else does. The glue used for them is regulated by the FDA, but it's still recommended that you wash the fruit and remove the sticker before chomping down on it. Dolphins not only have names for each other, but they'll call out for their friends specifically. Makes you wonder what names dolphins have for us when we get in the water. Hey, look, Frank! Those hairless monkeys are back in the water again! (laughs) German chocolate cake is one of the most delicious cakes out there. It's my all-time favorite. But its name has nothing to do with the country at all. Named after an American baker called Samuel German, who made the tasty treat in 1852. The Eiffel Tower can be 6 inches taller during the summer because of thermal expansion. When the iron heats up during really hot days, the iron particles expand, taking up even more space. Two planets in our solar system rotate the opposite way as the others. Venus and Uranus have this backward rotation. Venus also has the longest day of any planet in our solar system, completing a rotation every 243 Earth days. A baby puffin has the adorable name of Puffling. To feed its chick, the puffin parent will carry about 10 fish in its beak at a time. While you sleep, you can't smell anything. Even really, really bad or potent smells. Our taste and smell senses are cut down by 50 to 20% during flights. This is why airplane food always tastes like cardboard or too salty. Sounds like a pretty convenient excuse from the airlines to me. Koalas have fingerprints that are so close to ours that they could even taint crime scenes. It doesn't seem like they have a lot in common with humans, but take a closer look at their hands. They have distinctive loops and arches. So if any koalas want to do something illegal, it would be a good idea for them to wear gloves. Ghost crabs growl when they're around creatures they don't like or find threatening. They do it using teeth in their stomachs. First, they'll let you know they'll defend themselves if you try anything by showing you their claws. If that doesn't work, they'll go for fearsome growling noises like dogs. But the noise is coming from rubbing their three elongated hard teeth inside their stomach. Ghost crabs produce the same noise when they're grinding up food. Speaking of teeth, did you know narwhal tusks are actually some sort of an inside-out tooth? Unlike the majority of other whales, narwhals are the ones that come with a large tusk or tooth that grows from the inside of their jaw. It has up to 10 million nerve endings and they're unprotected, which means its tusk is very sensitive to any type of contact. It's almost like a piece of skin because tusks usually don't have many nerve endings. Up to 95% of humans are right-handed and it's the same with bottlenose dolphins. There are even more right-handed ones among them than among humans. During one study, scientists found that bottlenose dolphins turn to their left side over 99% of the time, which means they're right-handed. 
they place their right side and right eye closer to the ocean floor as they go for prey, such as squids, shrimps, or smaller fish. More cool facts from the ocean. Did you know humpback whales use bubbles when they go after their prey? You might think they don't need any special method considering how large they are, but when they're lurking for prey in the open waters, these whales team up and use something called a bubble net technique. While swimming in an upward spiral, they blow bubbles underwater. These bubbles make it difficult for fish to escape. The oldest evidence we have of domesticated cats dates up to 12,000 years ago. Researchers discovered this almost 20 years ago when they were digging through an ancient village in Cyprus. They found cat bones right next to human ones, which suggested they were close even when their lives came to an end. Humans were hunters, so they domesticated dogs first, somewhere up to 29,000 years ago. Dogs helped them catch other animals, but they didn't think they needed cats until they started to settle down and store surplus crops. Mice became frequent guests in grain stores, so cats came in handy in those times. Puffins are quite innovative when they want to scratch their bodies. They can surely be proud of their stunning beaks, but they obviously think it's not enough for scratching. Researchers noticed they tend to spontaneously take a small wooden stick to scratch an itchy spot. There's a special type of ant that only lives in a small part of Manhattan. The Broadway medians at the 63rd and 76th Street is the area these crawling critters decided was the best spot for them. The Manhattan ant looks like it's from Europe, but no European species can actually match it. Hey Potterheads, can you believe there's a thing like chocolate frog? Well, not quite, but it looks like it. New Guinea and Australia weren't always separated. They spent millions of years together until about 12,000 years ago, rising sea levels divided them. Since they were together for so long, some animals and plants still inhabit both areas, including green tree frogs. These frogs have spread really far and wide, and some of them, who live in hot, swampy regions surrounded by plenty of crocodiles, actually look like they're made of chocolate. We all know flamingos for their specific color, but they're not actually pink. They're born gray, and that's how they would stay if it weren't for their diet of blue-green algae and shrimp. These foods have a specific natural dye, which is why flamingo feathers turn pink over time. These little Tasmanian devils grow up and leave their moms. They socialize together, forming bonds that last for the rest of their lives. Not only them, cows also have stronger social ties than we think. They like to socialize, and they make long-lasting friendships. One research even discovered their heart rates significantly increase as a sign of stress when they're separated from their BFFs. Imagine you could simply freeze yourself solid during the cold winter days instead of listening to your teeth chatter and trying to tighten your jacket. That's what frogs can do. Aquatic frogs mostly hibernate underwater and spend most of the winter at the bottom of a pond, lake, or some other body of water. Toads and frogs are generally cold-blooded, which means the temperature of their body takes on the temperature of their surroundings. So, frogs can freeze during the winter because of a high concentration of sugar or glucose in their vital organs. Once they unfreeze, they continue as if nothing happened. Octopuses have three hearts and blue blood. Vikings wore horned helmets. Is this a myth or fact? 
the well-known image of a Viking warrior is almost always completed with a horned helmet, but in reality, there were no horns. There's no evidence that Viking helmets were horned. Detox juices cleanse your body. Is this a fact or a myth? It's a myth. Detoxification doesn't work that way. Your internal organs are responsible for the process of cleansing the spleen, liver, kidneys, especially the liver. Your body is always in a natural state of cleansing itself. A person doesn't need to drink juices for detoxification. Nuts are junk food. Any thoughts? Myth or fact? You're right, this is a myth. Nuts are full of healthy fats. They're good for your heart and other organs. The average American throws away about 82 pounds of textile waste per year. Is this a fact or myth? Fact! Imagine all that waste. When someone throws their clothes away, they don't disappear into thin air. These items most likely reach landfills as their final destination. Donating clothes and selling them in second-hand stores are a much better option. Now, you've probably heard about life-saving laundry tricks that are said to make your clothes super clean and as good as they were on day one. What if those laundry tips are actually myths? I got three of them lined up for you. Shirts should be buttoned when you put them in the laundry. Is it true or not? This is a myth. You'd better keep zippers closed to keep their teeth from catching the fabric of other clothes. But fastening the buttons of a shirt can expand the button net and the button hole. In the long term, buttons will start slipping out of place. Washing clothes in hot water is the most effective way to clean them. Is this a myth or a fact? That's another laundry myth. You want to rid your clothes of germs, yet hot water alone won't be enough for this. Nowadays, many detergents can clean clothes in cold or warm water. You should remove stains from the face of the fabric. Is it true? Most people apply water and soap to the stain, starting from the front side of the fabric. But that's not the best option. A much better way is to start from the back. The stain can go deeper if you treat it from the front. Try to make the stain move up to the surface rather than push it inside. Listening to music is an effective tool for learning languages. Is it a myth or fact? It's a fact! Scientists say listening to a song and humming along can help you learn a language. Most people struggle to learn grammar, yet in our daily lives, we don't always follow grammar rules. Songs can help you pick up informal expressions. Scientists have also concluded that music can help you remember new words and add them to your vocabulary. Let me give you an example. It's from your first year at school. Yep, the alphabet song. Are you a morning person or a night owl? Either way, you might want to know these facts and myths about sleep. The longest someone went without sleep was 11 days. Do you think this is possible or is it an urban legend? This is a fact. Randy Gardner set the record for the longest amount of time a person went without sleep. It was an experiment carried out by Stanford sleep researcher Dr. William C. Demond. The doctor recorded and monitored Randy Gardner's sleep activity. Gardner managed to stay awake for 11 days and 25 minutes. Your body eventually gets used to getting less sleep. Myth or fact? It's a myth. There are many studies proving that your body and especially your brain can't get used to sleeping less. 
Have you noticed that after a few nights of insufficient sleep, you begin to feel groggier during the day? That's your body trying to adjust to not getting enough rest. You know, people come up with the craziest ideas, don't they? I mean, candies on a stick? How did we even get there and why? And how about the name lollipop? Well, let's look at some of the history and facts of the popular treat. Okay, it wasn't called a lollipop to begin with. We'll get to that name a bit later. But the initial lollipop-like sweet treat was most likely invented by people that roamed the Earth thousands of years ago while still living in caves, no less. We know that they enjoyed honey and used a stick to collect it from beehives. Remember, this was way back when people had very few resources when it came to food or anything else for that matter. So, since they did not want anything to go to waste, they probably ended up licking the stick to make sure they ate every single drop of the nectar. Ancient Egyptians also had a lollipop of their own. They took various fruits and nuts and glazed them in honey. Sure, it made the food taste better, but it also helped with preserving it for longer. Since it has such a high concentration of sugar, honey pushes the water out of any harmful cells that could damage the food and make it go bad faster. To avoid those sticky honey fingers, they used a stick for eating these treats too. Let's fast forward to the 1600s when sugar became far more available to the general public. We now know that the English loved boiled sugar candy treats, and they popped those in the sticks, making them easier to enjoy. It's probably during this time when we came up with the term lollipop, as linguists believe it basically translates to tongue slap. How come? Well, for the word tongue, they often use the word lolly in Northern England, and pop means slap. The lollipop timeline now takes us to 1912, when a man named Samuel Bourne actually invented a device that inserted sticks into candy. It became so popular that Samuel was awarded the keys to the city of San Francisco in 1916. However, it was a man named George Smith who owned a confectionery company that took credit for inventing the version of the lollipop which we've come to know and love to this day, back in 1908. He even trademarked the name in 1931. He claimed the name for the treat came from a famous racehorse named Lollipop. As you can probably tell by now, there is still some competition regarding this name. But what we do know for sure is that the lollipop became more and more popular and has remained such ever since. I mean, some modern companies are capable of producing up to 3 million of these candies every day. And the numbers are continuously growing. The largest lollipop ever created goes back to 2012 when a Californian candy manufacturer made a staggering chocolate-flavored one. It weighed more than 7,000 pounds and stood proud at nearly 5 feet tall. And if we take the stick into consideration too, this huge lollipop was over 11 feet tall. One of the most famous lollipop brands in the world is Chupa Chups. Did you know this brand's logo has a very famous name behind it? It was that of none other than Salvador Dali himself, the famous surrealist artist. The company approached him in 1969 to design the logo, and he came up with a distinguishing design that we know and love which has the Chupa Chups name incorporated into a brightly colored daisy shape. The famous painter also came up with the idea that the logo should be placed on top of the candy instead of on the side. 
Why? So that you can always see it perfectly without any of the wrinkles that are often associated with candy packaging. Smart, right? More so, this brand is also associated with candies we enjoy in the most uncommon places. A story goes that a Chupa Chups was the first lollipop to be eaten in space. That was back in 1995, when an astronaut brought a Chupa Chups to the space station, officially making it the first lollipop to be consumed in a zero-gravity environment. Hmm, I wonder if it tasted any different. There's a Chupa Chups under the sea, too, but it's not actually what you think. It's not the easiest thing in the world to enjoy a lolly underwater, right? But as they were advancing into an expedition to the Wardall Sea in the Antarctic Ocean back in 2000, a group of scientists stumbled upon a weird-looking sea sponge. It had a round-shaped head and was surprisingly similar to a lollipop. Obviously, it was given an appropriate name. The short version was S. Chupachups. If you ever search for pictures of these creatures, they look like underwater lollipops scattered on the bottom of the seabed. Now, while we're on the subject of shape, ever wondered why lollipop sticks have that square hole featured in the plastic design? It actually has to do with the manufacturing process. When produced, the candy is melted into the stick. This ensures that the head of the lollipop stays firmly attached to its corresponding stick so that it doesn't come loose and end up falling off. Oh, what a pity! That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side!